what's his name? One more building rises tall. Suddenly we're all grown up. This old town's not quite so small. But I'll always miss the middle sized town in the middle of the West. With no name pictures. Welcome back to Real Voices of the Game. I'm Dave D'Agostino, and I'm joined here by my co-host and star of this show, Sal Marinello. This is the Hot Corner with Coach Sal, the back end of a doubleheader Tuesday today. Uh, we had on Jim Colonel the arms race earlier. I made a mistake on that one. I called that episode 410. That was 409. We had a shuffling of the, the deck this week. Uh, this is the episode 410 on the network. Uh, before we get going, I want to first welcome Sal back to his show. We got a lot of stuff to cover today with the audience, and then we're going to get to our ad reads in a minute here. So, Sal, welcome back to your show. Good to be here, Dave. You had a snowy New Jersey going up there, huh? Yeah, it's awful. It's snow, and then it's, believe it or not, it's 28, but it's raining. So there's all kinds of weird weather stuff going on. We're getting the remnant of that ridiculous cold front that went through the Midwest that if you're a football fan, you saw in Kansas City, uh, and, you know, that's going to hit, I think even down by you, Dave, because I'm going down to see my son this weekend in Hilton Head Bluffton, and he said that it's going to be the coldest weekend of the year, so I'm sure you're going to get some of that too. Yeah, just coming off of a 65-degree day yesterday, and it is that way now, but we can see the clouds coming in right now. It's going to start raining, and usually with the rain comes a little bit of cold weather down here. So for us, cold is like 40, but uh, it's still, I've gotten soft. I can't imagine what those fans in Buffalo were feeling, shoveling that snow from the stadium seats yesterday. So with that, let's play our ad reads here. Uh, before we get to the ad reads, I just want to make sure we go uh, support our Blackout Coffee, Be Awake, Not Woke. You can get your coffee on Sal, Sal M 20 all caps, at checkout. Get you 20% off your first purchase, 15% off after that using Sal's code and his link. Also, Jaw Bats, the newest bat that is going to be allowed in Major League Baseball this year. Go to Jaw Bats, uh, their website. Use our code RVG, all caps. Get you tw- get you 15% off of anything on their site. Apparel, maple bats, you name it. Great maple bat. Tanner's using his now. Uh, loves it. Uh, gets good pop. Uh, feels like the M110 is a good distribution model for him. And then uh, our very own Jeff Fry is using his down in fantasy camp for the Boston Red Sox uh, this week. So Jaw Bats getting some play this week with Tanner and Jeff Fry. Two, uh, two good second basemen there in their own right. And then we'll play our two ad reads now. Please listen through it. 90 seconds per read. Don't fast forward. Support our guys here that are supporting us and supporting the almost 64,000 of you guys listening. And here we go. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. Their hydration multiplier is a great tasting non-GMO electrolyte drink mix powered by cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the body faster and more efficiently than water alone. Hydration isn't only for people training for championships and marathons. It's about daily maintenance. I use it when I travel, watch my kids play in soccer or basketball games, back for back-to-back conference calls, or even neighborhood walks. Proper functional hydration is essential, and Liquid IV is the number one powered, powdered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. For me, it's the Liquid IV flavors. They offer 12 unique flavors. From strawberry lemonade to Concord grape, my favorite, acai berry. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. It's made from quality ingredients, non-GMO, free from gluten, dairy, and soy. That's why I'm asking you. 
take a look at this. This is for real people. It's got real flavors. It's real hydrating. And you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code RVG at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you stop, when you shop better hydration today using our promo code RVG at liquidiv.com. Zencaster. Podcasting with Zencaster. It's now the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution. It provides high-quality audio and video podcast production and hosting. With a full suite of professional tools, podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio-quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. Why did I choose Zencaster? Three years ago, I had never listened to a podcast. Now I've successfully produced almost 400 podcasts in the last two and a half years, all using Zencaster, and it's so easy. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio quality sound and up to 4,000 videos with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. And it's all in one. If you have thought about podcasting before and realize that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. What am I asking from you? Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code, all capitals, RVG, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. So that's our people there. Zencaster, obviously our platform, Liquid IV, Jaw Bats, Blackout Coffee. So support the people that support us. And so now we can get on with the podcast, Sal. I know I inundate you with Instagram, Twitter, uh, all sorts of social media things that I read on there. And I love to get your thoughts on it. Uh, I mean, there's a common theme out there. All this input that we have, it's really hard to keep the main thing, the main thing. Um, and I, I think we, we, I think the last thing we, we traded back and forth was, a. Uh, blurb out there about exercising and keeping exercising to keep your weight weight down um and that, that i think kind of touching on that leads us into your main points today if, if that's appropriate well dave it's just it's so hard to know where to stop and it was a piece that i sent to you that was from uh time magazine which i can't believe is still actually out there i don't believe it has much of a circulation they're probably giving it away so they can claim certain circulation numbers. But there's this whole ridiculous. And, and again, I want to one more thing I'll say is there's this there's been this effort, largely successful to p- politicize everything. We're at the point now where exercise and eating properly and wanting to be healthy and fit is now seen as some kind of right wing extremist uh, position. So, you know, I'll just leave that there and let people laugh at it for the nonsense it is. When when you see something like this, and again, we talk about being your own expert, so take it as another piece of information you're going to put in your uh, in your effort to become an expert and to do what's best for yourself. I, I think when you're looking at a, a, a any news or that's quote news organization that is going to publicize a story like this, why you shouldn't exercise to lose weight. You just can discount anything that that organization says. So 
strike that off the list. Just like if a person is uh, supposed to be a, a, an expert on health and fitness and they're telling you that, yes, in fact, obesity is a disease and you need to take a drug to help, quote, treat it, that person has revealed themselves to be a, po a political fraud and intellectually dishonest. So you don't need at this in this day and age, we've got so much evidence, Dave, that the the experts that have been telling people what to do have been wrong for I'm being kind when I say 50 years. We can't continue to make this mistake because we're at the tipping point where continuing down this path is going to result in some pretty pretty horrendous results yeah they, they well they they do it without it's being done without responsibility and i guess part of that's our fault for not uh you know being our own taking care of our, ourselves with self-care and self-teaching and challenging things people get droned out and they just accept what they read as gospel sometimes so it's par partially our fault as a society for not checking these quote-unquote experts we see them in sports too we talk about the gurus all the time that are out there but now it's going to have ramifications beyond our lives and into the, the future if we don't cut it out right now and, and, and start holding these people accountable for things they're saying and doing. Well, I talked about it last week and I talked about it uh, in, you know, I'm going to talk about it in one of my Instagram uh, posts. But we need more people to be interested in their, in their well-being because what's happened is so many people have followed this path. There's not a day that goes by I don't have to. I say something to someone that is so obviously true from a, a research and empirical standpoint that they don't respond. I had a friend, I went over and cooked dinner at their house. I have a buddy, we get together, we watch football and I made something and I was looking for butter and they have margarine, margarine in 2024 and telling me that that's better than butter because isn't butter bad for you? So and that's someone obviously my age. So we've that's that's the person who's been inundated with this incorrect information for his entire life. Had a wife that probably believed that. Had a mother that probably believed that. And and here you are doing things that you think are good, and it's actually not only neutral; it's actually bad. And that is everybody, Dave. We have passed the tipping point. So again. This is kind of a desperate plea to have people start to be involved because those of us who want to take care of ourselves are not going to be able to in the very near future if more people don't push back on this. Oh, I, I agree with you to say you have a, I mean, a, it's it's something that's been in our face for almost four years now uh, that, that I think we wanted to address today. And what, as our audience listens to this stuff, even when, when you talk about the Time Magazine article, we've got to start looking at who's offering the information, how do they benefit and who's making money off of it? Because as I, I think I've clung to this phrase for a lifetime now, but there's a lot of money to be made in confusion. And uh, I think what you're bringing up today is, is the epitome of that, uh, the money. And so we've got to put a stop to it. So I'll, I'll kind of pass it, pass the, the baton to you to kind of get us started on this. Well, but yeah, that's, that's true, but it, it's, it's, it's more disturbing than that day because it's not some kind of benign neglect where the profit margin is or the profit motive is what's at play here because there's certainly money to be made in 
doing things the right way and eating the right things. It's just a ma- an element of control, and it's an insidious. I don't, you know, and I don't like feeling this way. But here, here we are in 2024, when you're looking at day by day, every day in in other countries, and 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 in the um, what I would call independent media here, you're seeing stories of either the vaccination being banned, them coming out with the truth actually about a variety of a variety of things, whether it had to do with something that was the um, the administrative side of the shutdown, such as you know what what we will call the lo- um, of the lockdown with the social distancing and the masks, to the actual results and the actual side effects that are exploding in our faces from people who were unfortunate enough to have taken the vaccine. And I don't take any pleasure, unlike those people who were actually wishing harm upon upon people who did not take the vaccine, I actually feel sorry for these people who every day have to kick themselves because they were too lazy to do their own homework. They were too stuck to a dogma or an agenda to think for themselves and maybe protect themselves and probably their family. And I I can't imagine what it must feel like for a parent of kids who allowed their kids to be vaccinated and who allowed them to be boosted. I feel sorry for those people, unlike those people who wanted to not give people who were unvaccinated medical treatment. They wanted to separate them. They want, there was talk about taking kids away from people. There was all kinds of horrendous things done. And when you look at what we now know, that that was all a lie. Fauci lied to us. Uh, I think regardless of whether you like Trump or not, he lied to us or and or was misinformed enough that he pushed this vaccine. Certainly Biden has lied to us, all their minions that support this effort. And still to this day, Dave, the New York State and New Jersey State Health Departments are pushing boosters. And this is a statistic we've talked about on the show since we started talking about this subject. There is not one healthy teenager or young kid who died from COVID, but there are scores of healthy teenagers and kids who either died or have been severely affected from the side effect from the vaccine. So, and we have this massive number of excess deaths that are being revealed in country after country, and not because our health authorities have stepped up and taken taken uh, some responsibility for what they've done, but because the insurance companies and actuarial departments and other industries, businesses that see the results of these excess, excess deaths have come forth with the information. And yet we still have the NFL in partnership with Pfizer, with one of the quote league superstars, pushing the flu shot, the vaccine, and boosters. And and other countries have actually outlawed the boosters and outlawed the vaccines for young kids. And there are some states here that are trying to keep people from getting the vaccine because now the, the details, the, the data is undeniable that these vaccines are causing problems. You, you, you read my thoughts there as, we're, you know, the NFL is in the playoffs now and hearing those commercials come on and then obviously the, you know, them ironically, you know, coincidental, I think, right. Quote, uh, wink, wink that one of the biggest superstars who's now doing that is now linked to 
a global star, uh, a singing star. And I'm wondering how far the NFL is going to, uh, how, how far Kansas city is going to go in this, this playoff run. Uh, cause I, I often think that the NFL is, is not on the up and up with the, with the games. I, I just, uh, I can't fathom some of the outcomes I see, but well, anyway, you know, it, not to cut you off, but if you look at some of the things that have occurred in, in response to the partnerships, the NFL has both with gambling operations and with big pharma that it's hard to not think those things when you see things that make you scratch your head. Yeah. In fact, Tanner and I were talking cause he's preparing for his, his show on Friday, the sauce, and uh, he, you know, he thinks Buffalo's looks strong and looks hot. And I kind of said to him, I said, "There's no way the NFL is going to allow anybody but Kansas City to kind of float through this uh, this playoff run." But uh, I hope he's right in, in his uh, very uh, pure prediction that, that Buffalo is playing as well as anybody. Yeah, I, I was I was just get tired of those commercials that come on. And obviously, we've seen the you know Aaron Rodgers and, and Kelsey go at it a little bit, and then now Rodgers and Kimmel. Um, and uh, I don't know if you saw this kind of off the topic, but it is a medium out there that has been pushing. Uh, and you mentioned Time Magazine, but we saw ESPN once again get a black eye with their uh, improper, I guess, posturing of awards. I guess they um, did, did you read that where they yeah, fudged? They, yeah, they put fake names on award uh, uh, nominations. And then when they won awards, they were etching off the names of those fake people and putting names of people that did not win an award on the award and giving them to them. Yeah. And so, I guess the, the people who received it apparently didn't know. I, I'm not sure, but uh, you know, a guy like Lee Corso with game day had to give back, I don't know, eight or nine Emmy awards um, because it's a, uh, they've got certain rule, but I, I just, I was like, why it's so that's, that's something you would look down upon if a 12 year old did, let alone executives. What did they gain from it? What it was, I mean, it's just so silly. Well, that, it's, it's the epitome of the era. The era of everybody gets a trophy. What else? What other way is there to look at that? That's that's, that's embarrassing. And again, again, just like any of these new news organizations, I'm putting news in quotes that <clears throat> do stories about or or put. I love this one. Unexpected, you know, uh, rise in in cancers. Unexpected rise in heart disease. And they make all these ridiculous assertions that it's it's exercise that's possibly doing that. It, it's climate change that's possibly doing it. It is everything but the obvious, the vaccine. I, I mean, people, I get that so many people must feel stupid that they, and I know it. I have people that I talk to, I know they feel stupid. They'll poo-poo it and, and wish it away or ignore the subject. But the fact is, you were dumb, you got the shot. You listen to people who don't deserve being listened to. And now you're going to have, for the rest of your life, this hanging over your head. And I just see in my little circle people all vaccine boosted, all sick, all the time. All the time. Yeah. I have people on their fourth round of COVID that are vaxxed and boosted. Yeah. I, uh, I always think back. And I, I meant to mention this after my ad read, too, just not to take us off the rails. But when I was reading those two ads, that was me, by the way, for the audience. If you couldn't tell, I kept circling back to Rocky, too, when he was trying to do commercials where he was reading uh, the, mm. the clone Smeals mainly. But uh, the, uh, I was hoping I didn't do that. But with, you know, with these with the media, 
there's, I think audience got to be, our audience needs to be aware of and very cognizant of these very dramatic statements. When, when you see a dramatic statement like that, they're doing that to get a click, to get attention. They are effective attention grabbers for, for a second, but anybody with intelligence, your patience should be tried the more you see those, those type of things. Cause they're basically, um, they think you're stupid. And, uh, if we keep following that stuff, I guess we're, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I guess we are. But, well, um, yeah, I mean, so if you go back and look at how Fauci spoke to people about this process, it was as if we were idiots and he was this person who was an expert. There's been no bigger, Dave, there's been no bigger failure in any job for any period of time than Anthony Fauci. If you look at the nation's health, and we've talked about this, look at the nation's health since he took over uh, basically the position- the of dictating America's response to allergies and infectious diseases, we've had an explosion of everything. And it started back in the AIDS. He should have been he should have been fired and jailed for what he did during the AIDS crisis. And he just skated along. And here's the other galling thing, Dave. He and his family are going to make six figures every year for the rest of their lives because of the sweetheart deal that the the regulators in our federal government have with the drug companies. He is making money off of the vaccines that he pushed that were unsafe, not tested, that killed people. And he's making money off of it right now while, while there are people out there who are suffering and who died from the vaccine. Yeah, and he's, you know, like a, like a lot of things in our world, he had, because of his position, he had the media, he had policy, he had higher ed. Um, I mean, it, it was the, those four pillars underneath the table that, that create profit. He had all of them on his side and that's uh, unfortunate. I, and I, you know, we, we've got to take back. I, I, I always talk about this with, with the groups that we work with, whether it's, you know, we talk about stuff offline, whether we're helping with recruiting or we're helping with, you know, kids developing their game or we're dealing with education, with homeschool, but audience. I mean, you got to get into self-care. Sal hits that every week. Self-custody. If you don't know what that means, you know, know, know what you make, know your, know where your money's going, self-teaching, self-discipline. And then self-reliance is probably the biggest thing that grabs them all where I think people lack that nowadays where they, and there's a great essay by Ralph Waldo Emerson, if you don't know what self-reliance means, but they don't believe in themselves to, to what, the, what their original thoughts are and what they think. And part of it's, we're so inundated with garbage in all the time, got to get better with the filters, got to get some confidence with it, you've got to develop a small circle. Question always, as we do. Um, but uh, no, I think those are those are wonderful points you're making today regarding that. But yeah, I and, guess- and, before, the- and again, we get hung up on the minutia and you're forgetting what's really important. It was, it's like I told people who are trying to make a change. Would the hydrogenated water help you across the board regardless? Of course. But if you're 40 pounds overweight, and, you know, one of the main things you do is drink hydrogenated water or take a certain kind of supplement. That's not going to be the way out of this problem. And, and, and unfortunately, that is the message that is being given. And, and we could use another example of that in the form of these type 2 diabetes drugs and the fact that people are now referring. And, and we've actually had, um, you know, there's this concept of industry capture that I first 
I guess heard that term used to it, used for it was from RFK Jr. And it's not something that's new, but it's something that is new for people to understand and, 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 and see it is that these industries that are supposed to be regulating and not only just, I'm sorry, not uh, agencies that are supposed to be regulating industry. It's not just these agencies. It's these quote, independent, say educational institutions, labs and whatnot at different colleges that have been looked at as being kind of the guideposts for public health policy Industry capture applies to those groups, too. That means the industry that they're supposed to be watchdogs or regulating are actually promoting, uh, I'm sorry, providing them with funding, which totally affects their ability to regulate and be watchdogs for. And there's no better uh, better illustration than what's happened with the effort to make obesity reclassified as a disease. So... And in my opinion, again, you do your work, you do your research. When I see a supposed expert by that line of reasoning that obesity is a disease, I then discount everything else they say, if not flat out, stop listening to anything they have to say or putting in action anything they have to say. You always want it. You always want to hear what people have to say. So I misspoke there. Because you want to be on alert for for frauds. So there's a couple of people I followed on social media that talked a good talk. And then all of a sudden, that started creeping into their posts that obesity is a disease. And all of the standard cliched excuses. And here's how I view it. And we've talked about this, Dave, but... That's it. Well, besides getting to that, it's an insult to people who actually have a disease like cancer or type one diabetes or other actual diseases where you could be fine and feeling great and doing all the right things and wake up one morning and realize you need to go to the doctor and find out. Unfortunately, you have one of these diseases, MS, cancer, leukemia, anything like that. That's a disease. You don't all of a sudden, Dave, wake up one morning to find yourself obese and with type 2 diabetes. Those are choices that have been made throughout your life. And unfortunately, those choices were made because too many people don't take interest in their own well-being. So that that's the problem. And, and all of Dave, it's all about money. We've talked about this. Follow the money. And when you realize that Ozempic costs... Uh, it costs one person $15,000 a year for Oz- to be on Ozempic or one of these other drugs. It's give or take. So right there, you've seen a big motivator for these drug companies to push that. And now you'll be horrified. I hope you'll be horrified to find that they're working their way and they're going to get approval for use of Ozempic for kids as young as 10 so that is a 10-year-old that your pharmaceutical company wants to put on a drug for the rest of their lives, starting at 10 years old. And you have to ask yourself why, and then the answer is, well, it's $15,000 a year for that one person. So even if they have a shortened life and live 50 years, that's a heck of a lot of money. And they don't care about how long you live. They just care about 
getting that income stream. So that's another red flag for me. If you see someone or listen to someone or have someone that you go to for info, refer to obesity as a disease, I would move on. And if you believe it is, maybe you should move on from me because you're not going to change my mind because that's just kind of so obvious that it's embarrassing to me that someone who was obese would take solace in the idea that, oh, they now call it a disease. I have cover for my shitty behavior, excuse my language, all these years. And now I'm going to get a drug that's supposedly going to fix it. Well, the drug's not going to fix it. And you've basically sold yourself short and you're negatively affecting your life in a way that you're never going to recover from. Well, I hope our audience finds value in, you know, what, what you promote. And if you, if you look, you know, we, we talk about health on this show, but the way that you think about things is first principle. You take in the information, but you value your opinion um, as much or more than whatever you're taking in. Want to just encourage the audience that you know find value in thinking about things in the first principle format. Um, again, hard in this world. Don't rely on formulas. Don't rely on the media. Uh, don't rely on Al Sal. So these quote unquote experts or gurus, as we say on the other shows, uh, have have value in yourself. So the million dollar question is: We got all these people that you know right now they're 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 wakening up and they're seeing. Oh gosh, I, I probably shouldn't have pushed that upon my child. I probably shouldn't have pushed it upon myself. Um, you know one, two, three, four shots into this thing. Um, what do they do? What, what is, what is, what should be there? You know, what do they do today? Once they get done with listening to the show and give, give them kind of a, a mock plan on how to get their themselves in order here. Well, I, I gotta say, Dave, I really don't know what to tell you because nothing that, nothing that you're going to get over the counter is going to fix any of this. They don't know necessarily how to combat this um, this quote unknown side effects because they never studied it. So it's not like they're going to be able to refer back to some data and say, yeah, we know these are some of the side effects and these are possible mechanisms of action and we're going to try to fix it. They can't do that because that's going to open up a whole a whole other can of worms about now admitting to that, knowing about these side effects when they were telling us they were safe and effective. So if you took the, I don't mean to be kind of a dick about it, but if you took the vaccine and then you got boosted and in this period, you've still gotten sick and then you went back and got boosted again, you're probably, A, you're probably not the type of person who's sat here and listened to me. And B, there's nothing that we know that's going to fix all this. I don't know. There's, I can't tell you anything except try to live healthy from this point on. But you're not going to find a, a solution to this. I know there are some pretty well-respected people that are promoting over-the-counter supplement cocktails as somehow to some way to combat the damage done by the spike protein, somehow improve or rebuild your immune system. I, I don't have any faith in that. I don't know if that works. I don't know if I would spend money on it, but if you're desperate enough to try to overcome whatever this vaccine has done to you, I, I guess you could try that, but there's, there's no fix. And again, you, you think about it. What are they going to do? Come out and say, oh yeah, we knew 
that this was going to result in blood clots and aneurysms and blood clots in the brain. That's the big thing. So one, the one clip I just heard was Fauci extolling the virtues of the J and J vaccine, which actually to me sounded like it was a, a commercial, not a person in authority who's supposed to be neutral providing information that turned out to be almost everything he said about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine turned out to be a lie, a hundred percent wrong. And and they knew that at the time they knew that at the time they couldn't say that with any certainty because they had not done the proper due diligence. So it was just like what came out about the social distancing. That that was basically a shot in the dark. They just said it to say it because it sounded good. There's no science, just like with the masks, there was no science. Privately, in his emails, we know Fauci was telling people at the same time he was telling people privately, masks don't work, don't bother. He was seen in public wearing three masks and extolling the virtues of the masks. So they're 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 not going to all of a sudden he's not going to have a what they call a come to Jesus moment, go up to Capitol Hill, do a mea culpa and tell people the truth. He's going to save his ass as best he can, because he he should be in jail and he should be he should have lost his government pension and he should have lost all these other benefits for his actions. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, if I know there's probably no way to go retro and undo what's been done with it. But we, we talk quite a bit on our shows about plans on eating. And, you know, you, you, you've got me on a protein kick now, which which I'm happy about actually have me on a a little bit of collagen too. I, I start putting in my coffee now. So there's some positive things. And I, I did not get any of that stuff done. I stayed as far away from it as possible. Um, we're of the same mindset, but what are some small things that people could start doing? Can't reverse the effects of it, but maybe get there, control the things they can control now. If they decide to take your advice and start thinking a little bit more critically about their self-care. The best, well, and what I will say, the body is a very, resilient machine it it can really self-heal if you kind of do things better properly if you want to call it that your diet again we've talked about the diet I, i'm a huge believer in whole foods as clean as possible meat meat more meat eggs milk whole milk minimum process minimum refined carbs. Everybody's going to have their day, their thing, have a drink once in a while, enjoy it. But you'll enjoy those things more if you don't do it all the time. Find a good supplement regimen that makes sure you are getting all the necessary nutrients because food has been so degraded that uh, you're you're not really going to get what you used to get as far as your nutritional punch in and food that comes from the land because the soil has been so degraded. So you, you need to find a good mix, magnesium, potassium, uh, vitamin B12, uh, an E, a vitamin E, vitamin D, those types of things. And, and again, if you're smoking or vaping, I got nothing for you. It, it, you're beyond, you're probably not listening to the show and you're not following me in any regard if you're smoking or vaping. So, yeah, no, that's that's good good thoughts and advice regarding that. We and we, you know, there's people out there that are on the high end of health too that we've seen have negative backlash on what's going on in our world. We've seen athletes just drop, um, seemingly healthy athletes just drop, 
and uh, I'm surprised nobody's pointing a finger at what the what we well, Dave, you know what I think? Someone said something about why isn't it worse here? And it seems to be in Europe. I think it's what we have been told from people we know that most, most the majority of these ath- uh, American team sport athletes fake their way through. I personally know. I don't know. Uh, most of the athletes I know faked it. I'll just leave it at that. What do you mean by fake? Like didn't actually, they said they got Whatever. it. Whatever. They either had a card they oh, got yeah, the saline. They had a doctor who was going to be able to. However, you did it. Some, some were as. What's the word I'm looking for? Some was this, some of the solutions around it were as simple as just presenting a card that had, that wasn't real and it worked and no one ever looked into it. To someone who went to a doctor and there were. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A placebo shot administered and recorded as as the vaccine. I know stories across the spectrum from youth sport or high school sport all the way through to professional. So, yeah, I, I was I was I didn't believe the numbers when they put them out there by each of the professional leagues to say that you know x x percentage of athletes are uh, indeed vaxxed because those guys, their, their livelihood depends on how well their body works. I mean, their mind as well, but people have put that much time and energy into developing a machine like that. Can't imagine they would just throw caution to the wind because they're told. Now we saw some guys openly fight out against it. We saw Kyrie Irving do that with basketball. Aaron Rodgers did it, although he did the card thing and then got caught and uh, was made to be made to be uh, look like he was, like he was the bad guy. Well, someone had to be gunning for him, Dave, because we know there were other people in that same position that skated. So to me, again, whatever you say about individual people, there's I don't believe anything happens by chance, especially when you're targeted. Uh, we've seen enough evidence that is played before our eyes every day, even if you're paying half attention, that who you are matters. And um, if you're in the privileged class, you get certain perks. And if you're not, you don't. And uh, there's third rails all over the place. And if people don't know what the third rail is, it used to refer to, I, I, I could be wrong on this, but I believe they used to say talking about privatizing social uh, social security was the third rail of politics. The third rail if you're not a city dweller, is the third rail in the subway, which is what carries electricity. And if you touch the third rail, you'd get electrocuted and die. So that's that's the the or, origin of that um, of that phrase. Again, I, I I first heard it in context with so, talking about Social Security, but the third rail has become up there. We have a lot of third rails now. So uh, and if you're the wrong if you're on the wrong side of an issue, those that third rail potential grows exponentially. So I, I don't, uh, you know, again, I think if there's people who are advertising for the shot that I'll bet you didn't get it. And I think there's people both in uh, our government and in our entertainment and sports complex that uh, say one thing and do another. We have ample evidence of that. So, yeah. That, that goes to how I watch the media. I was going to ask you how you watch it. My, just as a 
for, for the audience. And this, this includes sports media too. I, I, I draw a line down the paper because I, I, I keep a pad by wherever I'm, I'm watching stuff always. You never know what you're going to hear, or see that you like. That's the, the coach in me. I do it, but I draw a line down the middle. And uh, with, with media, I put, how are they lying to me? How are they lying to themselves? And then therein it lies whatever truth I can pull out of it. When I'm watching sports, it's always, what do they project and what do they protect? So I kind of morph that into a little bit more cynical approach to filtering the media. And I use that for social media too. I, I, I have to have that right by me because I do not like social media as a, as a practice, but it's there, it's out there. And I think you can use it for good. And that's what we try to do. Um, well, you but, know, and you, and you look at, if anyone wants to, if you don't think we're talking about or telling the truth or, or being accurate, look into what the Twitter, the Twitter files are and look at what Elon Musk has revealed and read the Twitter files, read about the Twitter files. And you'll find that the government was working against you with the social media platforms to silence critics and very well-regarded academicians, uh, scholars, scientists who early on, we're, we're talking about the, the COVID response, early on in that process were against what the administration was saying, the Biden administration. And if you think we're not telling you the truth, go look at the Twitter files. And, and you know what, Dave, it's very interesting to me. Elon Musk was a darling of some people until he bought Twitter and ended this monopoly on what kind of information was allowed to be posted on that platform. Whereas certain other people like Bill Gates say, who are involved in the most horrendous things and plans against humanity is still being held as some kind of icon. It, it's very interesting when you see what happens when someone crosses the line and really is for whether it's free speech or just opening up and shining light on, on, on the, the stuff that's going on in the darkness. It's, it's, it's really interesting to see. I, I really didn't know much about Musk. So when he bought Twitter and spent all that money on it and made the effort to open up the files and show people what was really happening, I thought it was pretty interesting. And then the more I looked into his background, that wouldn't be the person you would have thought would have done that based on his history of, of political support and the, the circles he traveled in in that big tech field. So it, it's just, again, instructive to you. And I, I find that, again, you look at those things with open eyes, like you said, Dave, you're being critical. Look at how he's treated versus other people and ask yourself, why is he being, what really has he done? Why is he being treated this way? It, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. We well, saw a little back and forth between him and uh, Mark Cuban. They're they're he's he's addressing, and he's he's an interesting character. Musk. He's a functioning. They say he's a functioning Asperger's. If, if people know what that that is, he's highly intelligent and he's in his world and um, he can go go go. But he got in a, an interesting argument with Mark Cuban about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I'm not a big you know I'm in the basketball world, but uh, Cuban uh, to me is. Uh, I, I don't agree with a lot of what he says in a lot of regards, but uh, Musk ha hammered him at the end, which I thought was a drop the mic moment. And he said, well, I guess, I guess we'll look forward to seeing uh, five foot Asian women playing on the Mavericks next year to right. something to that effect. <laughs> and, 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 you know, the Mavericks uh, were the 
they said was the whitest organization in the NBA by far for years. So again, Cuban is just another phony. Whatever rules he has for himself, he, you know, he doesn't let those rules be applicable across the board. It, it, it's it's pretty that kind of approach. Dave is pretty synonymous with a certain philosophy with regards to people being able to decide for themselves what they want to do. We, we talked about the, uh, the environmental conference where they're telling us we got to eat, we have to eat less meat for the environment. And yet all they ate was meat. You know, they talk about taking private jets to Davos and, uh, the average person in their lifetime wouldn't spew as much carbon as uh, one private plane does for one of those trips. So, you know, I think more people have to start ignoring these these people and we need to push back because that's the only hope we're going to have to have a normal life again. So, yeah. So how do we want to close our audience? I know you're an avid reader. What, uh, you wanna sh- what, what do you got? You're always reading a couple things at one time. What yeah, I'm, I'm reading some political stuff. I'm rereading this crazy book uh, to keep it. Let's to get off that subject. If anyone wants to read a book that, you know, while it does touch on some political issues, you know, I'm not a big Dave. I don't care. I, I'm surprised when I find anybody that's a supporter of any of the, the what do they call them? The three letter agencies. Oh, yeah, yeah. CIA, FBI, whatever. The alphabet. So, like, I have a dim view of them. And the more you read about our history, it doesn't matter, Republican, Democrat, the, the deep state and those agencies don't care about anybody. It's their, they're really the, their own entity. And it goes back to probably, if you, not to get too deep in the weeds, but if you want to go to, a, in my opinion, if you want to go to a point in time where if you're really paying attention, you would know that. The two-party system is just a cover for what's going on uh, deeper. Read stuff about the the John Kennedy and the Robert Kennedy assassinations. Uh, but I'm reading this book called Chaos, and I'm actually re-reading it, actually listening to it, re-listening to it. It's about uh, it's about the Manson murders and how that put a cloud and changed the way Hollywood functioned and the the story the book came about because a writer got the assignment to write this story about a 5000 word i think it was 5000 word story for a, one of the entertainment magazines it wasn't um people or us it was more uh, of a movie based movie industry based but popular mainstream magazine the name has escaped me and how the more this author looked into the story, the crazier it got. And the, the ties with the FBI, the CIA, Manson's history, the inc- no one. And now it's not one of these things. It's like the Kennedy, the Robert Kennedy assassinations. No one's saying that Sirhan Sirhan wasn't there and pulled the trigger. No one's saying that these Manson people didn't do it and Charles Manson wasn't a whack who deserved prison for the rest of his life. And that it's the, the real reasons and the real story behind how this may have happened and what really was going on at the time. And it, it's incredibly well sourced and researched. And the, 
the funny, not the funny thing, the interesting thing is, Dave, the author was supposed to have this like six month job and it turned into, I believe, a 15 or 20 year project until he got this book wrote boat book written and how the the magazine went out of business and then he was on his own for a while and had to come up with other ways to to make ends meet so we could continue this research i like it always um, something interesting you're reading and it's always surprised me week to week i mean it surprises me in terms of the direction but not so much in terms of your uh the scope of your your self-education so i like it um, yeah uh, just so if anyone's looking for it the, the book is called chaos the the full um, the full title, or actually the author is Dan O'Neill. Okay. And, uh, the full title is chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA and the secret history of the sixties. So I, I recommended it, Dave, to a couple other people. And I may have even spoke about it on the show. Everybody who has read it, their head is totally exploded by the stuff that's happened in there. So, uh, it's, it reads better than any fiction book you could think of. That should have been the title of our show today. We, we covered a lot of that chaos that's going on in our world. So it's an appropriate, appropriate ending. How do you want to leave the audience today? Anything, any special message or did you? Uh, be your own expert. If you don't, if you're not familiar with the Twitter files, I would recommend that. That's not a health and fitness thing. But, you know, Dave, we talked about it. All of this stuff dovetails back to or circles back to be your own expert and we're, we're in a, let's, I don't know if we could coin this phrase. We're in a post expert phase. You have to be your own expert. You can no longer depend on the traditional methods and it's their own fault. It's the fault of the, the mainstream media for lying to us, for working in concert with the administration. It's the fault of these non-elected bureaucrats who, because the people who we elect allow these people to go off unchecked have ruined our lives. And it's because we haven't really taken more interest in ourselves. We get distracted by too much of this other garbage that is deflecting us from really what's important. And, and real quick, I'll say, which is why we did not want to talk about individual issues as far as health and fitness, because if we don't fix this larger problem, there'll be a literal handful of us that are trying to eat right and exercise and do the right thing. And the rest of you will be on Ozempic or whatever the drug is, trying to take a pill in search of this health. So, No, I agree. It kind of goes hand in hand with my message on the shows for 2024 so far. And, you know, smart people find value thinking about things in the first principle. Right. That means you got to rely on yourself and, don't get caught up in the, the numbers, the analytics, the experts, the media. You've got to get smarter out there. So I don't care if it's baseball or, or, or personal health. We've got to get got to get better. So I like the messages today. So we'll see you tomorrow again on the Coach and Kernan Show uh, episode, which will be episode four eleven on Crazy. our network. And um, we'll get pumped up there. We'll have make sure you guys uh, support our sponsors, Liquid IV, Zencaster, who's our platform. Uh, jaw bats rvg at checkout get you 15 percent off and then blackout coffee with sal sal m all caps 20 we'll get you 20 percent first and 15 but support the people that are supporting us we're growing 64,000. we'll have a big announcement next week as to a a new partner that's gonna take our um our passion let's say and propel it into a business so uh excited about that as well that we put in we all put in a lot of hard work to uh, never knowing what this thing was going to become, right? I mean, we had no idea we were going to go from 
one little show for 40 minutes a week to all of a sudden we got 14 shows and, um, and we're, uh, we're garnering some, some major attention out there. So it's a tribute to the, the type of people we have like yourself, uh, given, given their knowledge here. Well, so it's all about people who were listening to, I mean, that without, you know, it sounds trite or cliched, but you know, without the 60 something thousand, it would be me and you talking to each other, you know, with no, would be, you know, what is it like barking at clouds, yelling at clouds. So thanks to the people who are listening and providing feedback. Yeah. A lot like my questions, which are kind of selfish and motive. Sometimes I always want to, I want the answer for myself and the audience will benefit. I think because they travel in our circle When we started the podcast, you know, my, I was given this advice by a former author and a former radio person. I said, approach it as if it's an audience of one. Um, worry about if you would tune into it, if you would listen to it. And if that's the case, other people that uh, will follow suit. So I don't know if that was good advice, bad advice. I kind of took it again, like with a grain of salt. And I said, oh, let's just make sure that first we enjoy the show. And uh, and then second, we, we assume if we enjoy it, then you know other people will, will follow suit and we'll grow it from there. And we, we have listened to the audience. They've given us advice, thoughts, um, and we've taken some direction from them as well because it is for them. Uh, it is for them as well as us. So I appreciate your efforts on the show every week, Sal, twice a week now. And um, I will see you down here maybe in a couple weeks, right? Maybe we'll try to get together. I hope so. Yeah, a little bit better weather down here, possible. Um, I can get out a little bit uh, to catch you and maybe meet the boys. So, But uh, great show today, uh, episode, what did I say, four, 410 in the books, and we will see you tomorrow. We have a uh, double dip tomorrow again, too. We've got uh, Coach and Kernan at 10 o'clock. Uh, we'll be out in the airs by 11 a.m. Eastern. And then we have follow up with Bob Schaefer, touch them all with a special guest tomorrow at noon Eastern. So that'll be out by 2 o'clock. So thanks again, Sal. We appreciate it. This is the Hot Corner with Coach Sal on Real Voices of the Game. Thanks for your efforts, buddy. Thanks, Dave. See you next. See you tomorrow. This town ain't small, it's a little of both, they say. Our ball club 